Now here's a question I received from a stay-at-home mom. Dear Dr. Kenner, my name is Karen and I'm a stay-at-home mom. I moved to Connecticut in uh, last year and I still don't have anyone to hang out with. My boyfriend and I fight because I don't get a break. But when he offers to give me one from our son, I have nothing to go to. I need help. Where is a good place to make friends? Also, I find myself nitpicking at little things in our relationship and it causes more problems. How do I let the little things not be so important? How do I let those problems go? Please help me. Number one, Karen. This is from Karen. You need to value yourself more. You're a stay-at-home mom. If you're a stay-at-home mom, I was a stay-at-home mom for a short period of time and I was crawling the walls. You need to make it more interesting. So I decided to do that. I decided to keep teach my kids at home and I enjoyed that tremendously, but boy, did I need those breaks. And sometimes I would hire a sitter and I would just drive up my driveway and my kids wouldn't be able to see the car and I would sit there and read a book. And so I was basically at home, but it felt like I was in another world. I'd put on nice music or something in the car and or I'd, I'd go out a little bit and I'd get, an, um, I want to say an awful awful. In Rhode Island, we have awful awfuls. You might call them fraps <laughs> elsewhere. But I would get something and just treat myself. You need breaks. You need psychological breaks. And there's nobody else but you, Karen, to decide how to make your own life interesting. So I would take up your boyfriend uh, and take those breaks from your son. You'll be a much better mother. How to make friends? Well, the first friend you want to make is with yourself. And number two, the friend you want to make is with your boyfriend because you're nitpicking on him and that is not going to be good for a relationship. So if you're angry at yourself for not having a different life, maybe for having a child out of wedlock or a child when you weren't ready, uh, that may be something that you need some therapy for. That That's something that you want to deal with. But let's talk, let's just take this straight. How do you make friends? There is a book I'm going to recommend, The Loneliness Book, it's a guide to developing and maintaining lasting connections by Mary Ellen Copeland, and she's got ideas. How she's got ideas on how you make friends. Uh, so the first thing is to recognize your own strengths. When you can f reflect back on good friendships that you've had over the course of your life, and you may need to go back to childhood. What did people like about you? What did you like about you? Can you be warm and friendly? I know you're nitpicking at your boyfriend now, but can't do you have that capacity? Um, can you support other people? Are you a good listener? Are you interesting? Uh, do you, can you can you be funny? Do you know any? I mean, I'm not good at jokes at all. My husband says, "Don't say any on the radio because you're not good." But can you? Do you have any? Uh, any humor that you could use that uh, not sarcasm that's not good but you can come up with some I wonderful ideas to just remind yourself of your own strengths and that's always good and no matter what you do then what type of activities could you engage in well there are all sorts of things when your boyfriend tells you that he will take care of your son man take advantage of that you don't want to get any more resentful of him and you're training him to have our involvement with his son which is very good so what can you do when you have that free time 
you could go to a library and discover a good book or a book on tape uh, that you would like to listen to, maybe some music or a, a CD or use their computer. You could, you could do something at the library. You can look in the paper. There's a section, What's Happening? And see if there's anything. If you don't have a lot of money, there may be some activities in town that you could go to. You could volunteer. Maybe you enjoy animals and you can volunteer to, or, or maybe even have a job uh, pet sitting or something. Uh, you can listen to music that you like. And how do you make friends? You want to learn the skills to reach out. So you can you can think of who have my friends been? Can I reconnect with some of my friends? That may help you, you know, just saying, um, you know, it's been a long time and I haven't touched base and I'd like to go to coffee with you. Would you like to do that? And we'll catch up. And some of them may work, some of them may not work. You know, you, you put out a several different poss ways to make friends. You could ch join a parents group uh, with your son and maybe make some friends there and you may be able to share with babysitting which could free up your time too. So there are lots of things that you can do for yourself. That's the key. Know that you can do things for yourself to make your own life better. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist toll free. one dr Kenner. You can also visit my website drkenner.com. Very interesting question I received from somebody. Uh, somebody was saying that they went to a conference, uh, a talk at Stanford, and they talked about how it's so good to have girlfriends, girlfriend time, because women typically share emotions with one another, whereas guys typically talk about what? Sports, cars, fishing, hunting, golf, jobs, but they don't talk about what's most dear to them, their deepest emotions. They don't share on that level. Now, that's not true of all guys. But somebody wrote to me, Ben wrote and said, I can't recall ever having discussed my emotions with a guy. So if you're a guy, they're finding out that this is very healthy, that it's very good to be able to share your emotions with friends, and um, whether it's female or male. And that's, that's good for all of us. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. I'm a clinical psychologist. Give me a call toll-free, 877-DRKENNER on the rational basis of happiness. I need to feel important. Instead, I'm living in the shadows of her life. Her family and friends are everything. I feel invisible. I thought my husband's love would be enough to help him get over my affairs. Why can't he just forgive and forget? What does he think he is? Perfect? He's so selfish. How many lose themselves in a romantic relationship, feeling unimportant, taken for granted? Or perhaps they lie or cheat and think their partner should forgive and forget. I am Dr. Ellen Kenner, clinical psychologist and co-author with Dr. Edwin Locke of the Romance Guidebook, The Selfish Path to Romance. Provocative title? I know. By selfish, we mean the self-valuing, self-nurturing way to romance. You never want to lose yourself in a relationship. You want to create a win-win partnership to value your own and each other's goals and dreams. Discovering how to be true to yourself in a romantic partnership is learnable and key to romantic happiness. Check Check out our book with its daring title, The Selfish Path to Romance, at Amazon or SelfishRomance.com.